Hello, Ukulele Underground, and welcome to the Ukulele Underground podcast. My name is Aldrin Guerrero. Joining me are Mr. Aaron, the voice, Nakamura. Say what's up, Aaron. What's up? And Kahai, the legend, Ferguson. Say what's up, Kahai. What's up? We have a special guest in the, uh, in the vicinity. <laughs> My wife, Miss Heather Toshiko. Say hi. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> we had a slight bit of an accident on our office uh, and a bottle of hot sauce fell <laughs> you know like that as totally as not the, the, the hot yeah. sauce bottle that Rob just gave us <laughs> <laughs> you know so uh, these things happen and since like we're, we're three dudes that, that don't really know how to clean that well at least I don't you know my, my wife came to the rescue and she is now spraying this white foam on the floor to make sure that it doesn't stain because it looks super orange right now <laughs> but how, how are you guys anything anything exciting happened this week no, no? anything we should talk about that that happened recently <laughs> no. uh this past weekend was our uh, was our concert i i had a lot of fun guys did you guys have fun yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah so aaron you know even though um even, even though you didn't get to didn't get to sing you did an awesome job you know like i i i love that like you you were injured not too long ago but you're like nah i'm still going to do the uh, <laughs> gonna do the concert i'm like wow what a what a what a what a team player this guy <laughs> this guy is but thank you so much for your uh, for your hard work and contribution you did awesome um but maybe for the next one maybe we'll get you singing on the next one you know yeah, and, I uh, mean, I I sang for the first time like, like two days oh, ago, an actual song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. two two days ago. So. Yeah, a couple yeah. days ago at our uh, Wednesday gig, you actually did you know you did the tunes. So thank you for that. I know you're slowly trying to get back, you know, uh, get back in there. But we appreciate you showing up, you playing some chords and stuff. Uh, Kahai, also you, man, you you're actually the MVP or like the unsung hero. How about a round of applause for Kahai, MVP? You you kept it. You were you were pretty calm the whole time. I I did not see the look of panic in your face at all. Was there anything that raised <laughs> any flags for you, Kai? Because I didn't notice <laughs> for the concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I was I was cool. It was cool as a cucumber the whole time. I was like, man, if Kahai doesn't look like he's stressing out, maybe I should just uh, I should not be stressing out too. Because like I came in here maybe like an hour before the, the show started, and I was the only one here. So, or no, maybe hour and a half, two hours before the show started. I was the only one here yet. And now, uh, do we have like a we have a basketball um, hoop outside of our of our office, and I'm just like, Aaron, I'm gonna take a basketball and just like shoot some hoops because I need to relieve myself of all this like all this nervousness that I had. And it was just, I don't know why. It's not like there's anybody in the room, but I'm, there was you know there was millions of people watching, of course, you know. But like I, it doesn't matter if there's like one person that I'm playing for or like a billion people. Kahai, it's it's still nerve wracking. I I don't know. So when when people ask us for advice and they're like, hey, what do I do for when you know about stage nerve fright. stage fright and yeah. stuff? I'm like, I'm the worst person to ask because you guys should have seen me before the show started. I was I was a nervous wreck. Yeah, I went outside, played some basketball, walked with my ukulele, like see if I can just like walk it out. Then I'm like, no. Nah, that's not gonna happen. Grab the ball, just started shooting hoops and stuff, just right outside of the school. <laughs> A couple of kahais up to no good. <laughs> started making making trouble in your neighborhood. If he, if he was, he was. But um, highlights. What, what were you guys? Uh, what were you guys' highlights on, on that uh, on that day, Aaron? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, like. That string break. Yeah. <laughs> we, and we've, we've gotten messages from people oh, yeah? who have like said like, man, that was like true professionalism, <laughs> that showmanship that you just kept going yeah. with it. 
Because I mean, because I've experienced that before when yeah. you broke a string on yeah. stage and it was for Europa, right? Yeah, same song. It's the same, same song. song. Yeah. There's a lot of bends in that one. So yeah. So like the chances of you breaking a string mm. are higher on that song anyway. Yes. But, yes. but yeah, like both times... Mm. You were able to pull it off at least, right. you know, it, it, at least finish the song. Right. Know? I mean, I thought we were going to ease into this, but I guess let's talk about this now because <laughs> it's a learning lesson, everyone. All right. Yeah. So um, I'll tell you from my point of view what, what happened. So I was talking about being nervous, you know, for the uh, for the show and, and playing basketball and all that stuff. But also what I was I was just kind of overly like anxious about my ukulele staying in tune because this room like already as you guys kind of notice on our Aloha Friday Live jams my ukulele tends to get you know kind of uh, a little bit off tune and stuff which is fine for the jams but if it's a concert for you folks I wouldn't want you guys to go through you know like Europa when I'm playing like in uh, um, parallel octaves and stuff imagine hearing that but this uh, this <laughs> you know I don't I don't want you guys to you just have to listen to that or sit there and be like, hey, man, I paid for this or whatever, you know? <laughs> so I was very like nervous and, and anxious about my ukulele staying in tune. Um, it, it is, you know, it is this room, regardless what string I use, regardless what ukulele I use, because I used, you know, the, uh, the well, other ukulele before. Yeah, well, because the thing is that like before we start the stream, we close mm. all the windows yeah. to like, you know, insulate from noise, outside yes. noise. And so like the room, like we don't have AC in here. So like the room gets mm -hmm. hot pretty mm -hmm. quickly. So the, the temperature change, you know. Right, right. So I'm nervous. And um, in order for, for me to keep my ukulele strings in tune, I was like, and as you guys probably watched on the replay, I'm pulling on my strings like after every song, pulling it, I'm retuning it, pulling it, retuning it. It was just one too many pulls, you know, like on, on the A string, I guess every time, uh, every time I pulled it, the um the string was was being you know um uh, yeah i was being too yeah. stretched out and the thing is like even before then a week before then i was telling the guys i'm like i should change my string before the show you know because the strings that i had on there or i don't know like a couple months old or something so it was already old strings and i'm like okay i should change it and i don't know like um uh, Heather, you you would know you would know better, but why is it that I don't do the things that I say that I'm gonna do or I should do? <laughs> you know, like I I say things and they're great ideas. When I say them, they're like they're awesome. It's like I should I should do this, and like and I just never you follow. Immediately forget yeah. about doing. It. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, it was. It's enough that I put it out there in the world, you know. Like, <laughs> but. I, I should have changed it. I did not. Um, so when, you know, I, I think two days before the show, I'm like, now nah, I kind of want to change my strings, but I'm like, I don't want to do it. And then like the strings are going to um, gonna loosen up during the show even more so. I'm already anxious about that. Uh, so I don't know, I just get in my own head sometimes. And, uh, and I didn't change it. And lo and behold, you know, like in that show, uh, it snaps like during Europa on a very important bend there, and I feel bad. I don't know if we should like do a redo of Europa so that people can hear how the song is supposed to sound like. But once again, from my point of view, it snaps, and I'm like, oh gosh, I'm only halfway through the song. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I could have these were my options: <laughs> either stop, stop exactly what I'm doing. I'm like, hey guys, 
all right, sorry, okay. I broke my string. Not sure like, you yeah. noticed, but. But, yeah, exactly, <laughs> but, you know, the string's broken. And it's the A string, which pretty much all the, uh, all the notes, all the melody lines are going to come from, so I don't think we can do this song. Option B, um, you know, panic inside, but keep playing, which is exactly what I did. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, I was panicking inside. I'm like, what? What do I do? So uh, it snaps, and uh, I'm trying to play the E string, trying to play some notes on there, but... Mm. The, uh, the that A string was just kind of wrapped around yeah. and uh, and it was touching it. So yeah, as you can see in the video, in the replay, I took that string and just like just grabbed it so that it was out of the way from from the E string because mm -hmm. it was it was touching it. Yeah. So I put it I put it away like this and I just played it. And as I was playing the E string, um, the the pressure. Uh, so it, this is this is where it gets even deeper. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the pressure. Um, on the saddle, because this is an under saddle pickup, okay? So the pickup is underneath that saddle. With the, uh, with the A string gone, um, that compromises the, uh, the amount of pressure that pushes down on, the, uh, on that saddle. So because the pressure is not on this side of the saddle, the E string is then weak. Yeah. So, so already I don't have an A string, uh -huh. and then the E string is weak. But I'm just like, you know what? I gotta, I gotta play the song, and here comes another two choices. Like after that, <laughs> so I already chose option B, which is to just panic continue. inside but yeah. continue playing. Um, option A is to uh, is to stop the song right there. You know, like just uh, I'm like, okay, well, you know, it's I'm gonna keep trying to play, but it's just that you can't, you can barely hear the E. So what's the point in going? Option B, it's like, well. Just, just, just do it, you know. Because uh, I guess option A could have been like I could have finished the phrase, like do the A7 to the D minor, and then just finished it off there. Uh -huh. I don't think anyone would have blamed me. I kind of kept going a little bit, yeah. but I'm like, no, it's only halfway through the song. There's like four, or five more, you know, like um, turnarounds left or whatever. You know, there's there's a lot of uh, um, there's a lot of major phrase that that's that's coming in. So I'm like, ah, just just play it, just play it with the E. Doesn't matter if people can hear it or not. Um, it's just you have to finish the song like as as you know as uh, it was intended or as long as it was for. So I just I don't know disregarded the A, just started playing in a, in a D minor scale and made sure that it was a little bit melodic while I was freaking out inside and um, and and it ended. Put the uke down like uh switch ukuleles but that uh and and i apologize you know for for this but i configured my di for this ukulele and each ukulele is going to be super different so it's not like you can just unplug this ukulele plug another ukulele in and it's gonna sound cherry exactly you know it's just it's same. not like yeah. each ukuleles are going to be uh, are going to be different um that's why you know sound checks take such a long time because um each uh, each channel, each instrument has to be fine-tuned to, um, you know, to to uh, whatever settings do you need to put it in. So those settings, it's not like I don't want to take you guys' time uh, during, you know, during the middle of the set. So I just plugged it in, and since those settings were made for this ukulele and not for the other, whenever I went a little too hard, it would distort. But I'm like, well, at least we're getting, you know, we're finish finishing the show. But luckily. The first half was where all like the the nice slow tunes with you know like that's when the bandit was there. Um, uh, when you know whenever I'm doing uh, like melody lines like that are that are nice and soft like music and stuff, we already passed all that. All the other ones are going to be like hard strumming stuff. So if it you know if it sounds distorted, I guess kind of like distorted ukulele. It's totally 
fine you know like it's <laughs> yeah. it's okay so luckily that was you know that was the case but that's that's how it went down from my point of view there's just all these like branches that i could have gone with and i'm like nah just just finish it be a professional and then afterwards we can just like it, it's it's just a topic of conversation hey, now, hey, you yeah. know and it's exactly what's happening right now we're uh we're talking about it but it's cool because we've talked about you know like like you mentioned Aaron this happened before you've seen it happen before but now it's documented and now like because we've talked about it and told the story to like how oh, dream did this but now it's like yeah Aldrin definitely did that it's on video <laughs> yeah. you guys can see yeah. you know in real we should, time we should <laughs> probably clip that out and then post it to YouTube <laughs> yeah. yeah you know just yeah. like uh he he kept it cool like you could see his face could see the exact moment that his heart breaks <laughs> but he kept going and it's uh, it was it was okay the rest of the show was 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 fine you know like i would have you know i would have um rather not have my string break but it was cool that it happened because this is a learning site and definitely that was something to you know i learned something from from that experience just now which is Make the right decisions, even in the heat of the of the moment. You know, <laughs> right, guy? Yeah. Uh, this time when it happened, like, yeah, you you mentioned like, oh, luckily, you know, you have another youth that you can just plug in yeah. to. But then the time that it happened in California, when you're playing Europa and your string yeah. broke, you didn't have another youth. I did so not. Yes. What What did you do then? Great question. So, um, I finished the song and then said, oh, we're gonna take a five minute break. Like, so I. It was seriously just a five minute. It was like a 15, half an hour break. I uh, I went to, it was at Island Bazaar. Mm -hmm. So it was an ukulele store. So they did have strings there. I'm like, I don't care what string it is. Give me whatever string you got. And uh, I just restrung the one string. It's not like I strung the whole thing and then went right back up on stage and finished the set. It's like, I, just give it five minutes, yeah. change it up, keep playing. Well, I remember like you, you asked Aaron mm -hmm. to sing one song, like, and Aaron started the song, yeah. but you even strung it up and then you oh, got yeah. up and you finished the song with Aaron. <laughs> yeah. You just yeah. tried to get up that as was, fast as you could. That was another time. Like, uh, that, I've done this many, many times, guys. <laughs> like, uh, not many, many, but enough to uh, to kind of know what I'm doing when it does break happen. A, break a string on yeah. stage and then so, have to change it. There was that one time I did I did uh, break the string, kept going, and then asked Aaron to, uh, to to sing a song. While he's singing the song, in those three minutes of that, that song is playing, um, I'm restringing my ukulele and every now and then playing like a uh, an okay string, you know, like playing yeah. notes from there. It's restringing it back, like muting my, uh, <laughs> you know, muting my ukulele. So luckily, I have one of those DIs that you can mute. So while you know, while you uh, um, while you tune your ukulele, so it wasn't too bad. But you know, it was a it was a learning experience, and I thought it was that was okay. I thought I handled it well, <laughs> and uh, it turned out just fine. So that's that's from from my point of view. Right. <laughs> I think like uh, Kanino said it best, right? Because he said like when your string broke, he was like. Oh no! What is he gonna do? <laughs> I kind of felt like the whole the whole mood of the role was like, oh, oh okay, let's see. Now I think Aaron knew that I was just gonna keep going, right? Yeah. You knew I was yeah. gonna keep going, but uh, yeah, I, just I, just making sure that like we kind of hold it, you know? Yes, yes. Hold the beat down, yes. and then just follow wherever you. Yes. To go from thank there, you. Thank you. Know? Yeah, that's that's why working with professionals, everybody, because had it been someone else, some someone new that I'm working with who are not used to that, <laughs> they might have stopped, you know, because and I wouldn't want them to stop. I, yeah. You knew as my guitar player for like 12 years <laughs> that like, just keep playing. Don't stop playing. Just play. You know, <laughs> if, if anything happened. And I mean, I've, I've said this story before, but 
um, my old band teacher, like uh, during, you know, when I was in high school, I was, um, I was the designated conductor, like uh, a backup conductor. Mm -hmm. And he says, you know, in my age of 70 something, if I like, if I fall dead, if I have a heart attack and fall <laughs> dead on stage during the song, grab the baton <laughs> and keep the concert going. You have uh -huh. to finish the concert. <laughs> and you know, cause I was in the clarinet section. I'm like right there up, yeah, in, yeah. up in front. And he's like, I'll dream, take the baton, finish the concert. I'm like, are you kidding me? And he was, he was stone, stone faced serious. Uh -huh. Like he was very serious. Like, yeah, I'm not joking. If I have a heart attack, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm older. I'm, I'm like very stressed. You know, uh -huh. if, uh, if I die of a heart attack on stage, keep going. And same thing, by golly, if something happens, Eric, finish the set, please. <laughs> finish the set. I don't know, just drag me by the feet out of the shot and, you know, and have Aaron finish and, and Kanijo finish the set. Cause that's, yeah. that's what I would, that's what I would want. <laughs> then people can watch it like, man, see it right there. That's when he died. <laughs> he oh, died oh, on man. stage. But, you know, I want to, um, who's that uh, very famous ukulele player? Tiny Tim? Oh, Tiny mm -hmm. Tim. Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. Yeah, you know? <laughs> but yeah, so Kahai from, uh, from your point of view, did you freak out when when it when the string broke? Well, I knew you you could finish the song because I've yeah. seen you do like finish that exact song. Right, with, right. With, with, oh yeah, you were there at, at the um. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but like, I was kind of thinking like, oh man, what is he gonna do after? You know, like, with, <laughs> yeah. like and I forgot that mm -hmm. we had another youth mm -hmm. that you could just grab. So, yeah, it it really went like pretty fast. I thought you were gonna do the thing where he's like. Yeah. Okay, uh, Aaron and Kanijo, you guys get to. Oh yeah, there was a, luckily there was another bit. ukulele. That's yeah. what I would do. I would have just taken a five minute break, strung it up. We have strings here and stuff, you know, just change up the strings, mm -hmm. keep playing. That's what that's what I would have done. But I didn't want, you know, I didn't want to stop the stream. Didn't want to stop the show or the or the gig. And um and a lot of people they're like, well, you know, usually people after after you play for an hour, people usually take like 10, 15 minute breaks and stuff. But um in our years playing at Oasis two hours every Wednesday. We have never taken a 15 minute break, right? <laughs> yeah. Aaron, do you remember us we, ever taking a break? We've only taken a break before the show starting because <laughs> our mixer wasn't working. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. But other than that, uh, there was some other things that happened that I, you know, didn't want to, uh, I didn't want to disclose or talk about. Um, but now I finally can. Um, my, I, I was, we were practicing a lot that week and my, my ring finger, um, my, my ring finger nail, I actually chipped on the side and I cut it shorter than usual. And um, and if it's shorter than usual, it exposes that tiny, tiny, very sensitive part of your, uh, <laughs> of the tip of your finger underneath the nail. And I was, you know, I was doing all, all these strums and stuff. And uh, it, even before the show started, I think the day before my, I had a, you know, like one of those blisters with the, with the liquid underneath and stuff. And I'm like, oh no, this is, this is not good. Yeah. So before i think maybe like the fourth or fifth song like um i don't know when um when what, what song is that anyway so that blister like like just grew and popped uh -huh. and i was you know and it was actually so blood sweat and tears <laughs> were like yeah. we're on you know we're on my ukulele for that show but i'm like these guys deserve a uh, you know these guys deserve a show if you watch closely in the replay um i usually do and in the beginning i'm doing my rolls with you know with four fingers eventually i started doing this with just my three watch yeah watch those clips closely so uh, I'm, I'm doing this because 
And uh, and I'm I'm also like picking with my middle middle finger, like finger picking with my middle finger for the most part, because my pointer finger was also developing a uh, like <laughs> a blister there. And um, luckily that one didn't didn't uh, didn't pop, but the ring finger was had popped and it was, it was bleeding all over my strings. <laughs> and uh, and then the string broke, and just there's just like things that happened left and right, but kept it cool. Right. Finished the set, and I thought it was okay. Okay, hi. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, if you guys have not seen the concert, if you're a UU Plus subscriber, that concert is on there forever, right, Kai? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So if um, <clears throat> if there was somebody that did want to watch the concert that is not a UU Plus member, for those of you folks watching right now, you can sign up for UU Plus um, and and watch that whenever. It does even past the thirty days. Um, you can sign up for UU Plus, watch the concert. Yeah. But it's no yeah. longer five bucks. I guess that's the only downside, right? Uh, well, people can still buy tickets. So the tickets are still available, and then that link that from the ticket mm -hmm. uh, should work till like May tenth. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we'll we'll keep it up for the month, and then you you guys can still buy it and watch it. So nice. Okay, well, so since this show is a Q and A show, why don't we uh, a a Q? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so speaking of like uh, the content and stuff. Yes. Uh, so Sue sent us a message nice. and said, Hey guys, first of all, uh, we really enjoyed the concert. That was quite the feat of showmanship to break a string without breaking a sweat. <laughs> uh, nice to get a glimpse of what an in-person concert would be like. Uh, the other reason why I'm writing is that I'm having trouble with the intonation on my old 1950s baritone. Mm. Uh, the snark tuner says the strings are in tune, but it just doesn't sound perfectly in tune. Mm. Do older instruments have a harder time staying in tune? Uh, the person who fixed this YouTube for me seemed to do a good job getting the action correct. Mm -hmm. I put on a set of Diodaro Baritone uh, Clear Nylon. Not really happy with that set. I'm going to change to what I have on a Kala Baritone, which is a combination of Proarte's uh, Classical Wound DNG with Worth uh, Clear Fluorocarbon for the B&E. Okay. Yep. All right. So there's there's going to be like multiple factors of what's you know making that intonation um, not not as spot on i mean newer instruments of course you know haven't quite um, opened up yet or the wood hasn't quite you know settled in and things like that so it's going to be on the uh, um, what's the word here not tight you know like it's um yeah i guess it's a little bit you know the, the wood is a little bit more tight and it's makes the uh, the intonation and just the sound of that ukulele a little bit more um, constant, okay? Um, with an older ukulele, especially from like the 50s, 60s, uh, that wood has like, has seen, you know, has seen decades of wear. So if you're going to put on some strings in there, um, <clears throat> the, the chances of the wood even just like moving just slightly or like being you know being bent over slightly you know to check check the uh, check the top of your wood to see if it's straight see if there's any you know um, any pulling on the uh, on the bridge and things like that but one way to really check your intonation because if you say that the snark tuner is correct when it says it's in tune if uh, if it's in tune on the open string the 12th fret should be the same exact note but if it sounds like this Then that's when you know you have intonation issues. But if it's, um, but if the open sounds good, twelve sounds good. Sounds exactly just like the A. Um, if, I mean, give yourself up to maybe three cents, four cents, you know, of of a, of a leeway. It is an older instrument, um, <clears throat> and that's 
acceptable, you know, for for home use. Uh, that's that's how you would check it. If the intonation is fine, you know, from zero and twelve, uh, then then you're okay. All right. But on if it's not yeah, on all yet yeah, all the strings, not just the eight. Or if you know how to do um, harmonics, do a harmonic on on twelve, and then play the twelfth fret. As you notice, like my ukulele, perfectly in tune on the zero uh, and twelfth fret, and harmonic on twelve, and then playing the twelfth fret. So that's that's how you check the intonation of your ukulele. Um, there is. Uh, and if you want to further, if you're still not convinced and you want to further like investigate, um, take your tuner and play each, you know, each fret. See if there's a fret, if there's a specific fret that's not, you know, maybe not dressed well or uh, or it's, it's coming off a little bit. I don't, you know, there might be something wrong with with one of the frets or maybe it's just a little higher or lower or whatever mm -hmm. it is. Um, that's also going to show. Okay, so like I said, give yourself, you know, up to like three, four cents of a, of, of a leeway on your tuner to just, it is it is old, you gotta cut it some slack, yeah? Um, that's that's what I would do, I would check that. And if not, um, so so if it is if it is playing in tune, then you, don't, you have nothing to worry about. Maybe it's just like, uh, it's just the fact that like, okay, well it's old, so it doesn't quite sound, sound right, but I trust your ear, you know? Uh, so identify the problem and then go back to the luthier that you said you went to, that you said they did a good job and let them know what the issue is. Say that like, hey, it's playing sharp or whatever, you know, on, um, on the 12th fret when, I, when the zero fret is nice and tuned, 12th fret is playing, I don't know, like 10 cents sharp or whatever it is. Let, let them know that. You don't have to tell them how many cents. But then they're going to um, either uh, fix the nut fix the saddle, or maybe check the bridge if, like I said, it's pulling a little bit. So those are all problems that can arise when you have um, older vintage instruments. Yeah, yeah. I gotta, I, I told too, like, intonation is like the bane of like luthier and musicians, yeah. right? Where it's kind of like, it's something that we, we all admit that it's like, yeah, there's like, every instrument is gonna have a little bit of intonation mm -hmm. deviation, right? Like. You know, mm -hmm. like it's gonna be a little bit off, and it's kind of just like uh, if you can just kind of like look past it, then it's just like yeah, it's good enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because sometimes it's like you know you uh, you tune your ukulele and it's all it's all in tune, yeah. open strings. Yeah. But then certain like, chords that you play might sound off, or like mm -hmm. you know you just just take note of those and then what what notes yeah. those are. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes also it's like, yeah, if your if your frets are high, mm -hmm. sometimes when you push down, like you because they're high, mm -hmm. you can push down further on it, like and that changes the tone. Yeah, depending mm -hmm. on how hard you grip your chords yep. or grip um push down on your notes, mm -hmm. that will make the notes sharper. Mm -hmm. So like sometimes with older instruments with high frets, you have to play around with how hard you press your chords and sometimes yeah. you can get it to sound yeah. pretty good but if you press down harder than that it'll mm. sound sharp so yeah so yeah so check you know check your check your instruments because um i i have uh vintage instruments as well the intonation is not too bad like i said i do give it a little bit of a leeway because it's you know it's older um so the, the the wood is softer so it might you know uh, it might be uh, moving a little bit or it might be bent a little bit or whatever it may be but it's just 
you know, you got to cut it some slack because it's, it's an older piece of wood. So it, it will bend more than like than the new ones. Like that's why I said tight. And it, it, you, maybe I should have said stronger or less or more dense, you know. But um, yeah, that's what that's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. What do you think? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, like as long as you can get the instrument to where it's like you're happy, then mm-hmm. that's pretty much what you want to get it to. But it. Mm-hmm. it yeah, it's pretty hard to get like an instrument that is totally, you know, hasn't totally no intonation problems and yeah. it's perfect across the fretboard. Yeah, I mean that I told Sue that's why they have like things like band frets, right? Because it's yes, like yes. to try and uh, kind compensate of compensate for the yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So there's all these tricks that like luthiers and musicians are trying to do to get like mm-hmm. the perfect intonation, but it's right. it's pretty tricky. Yeah, so. Heather, what would you do? What? What do you think, <laughs> <laughs> Heather? What what's 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 your call on this? Yes. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Good answer. Good answer. Earlier, Devin said, "Just listen to Heather." Just, <laughs> just listen to Heather. Uh, oh yeah. We have another question. Yeah. Robert asked, "What is?" Uh, you mentioned sense. So, what is sense? Um. Well, sense is just like the unit of measurement of uh, of how far you are from like that the the hertz where it should be. You know, it should mm-hmm. be vibrating. That that's really all it is. So yeah. on that, like on the snark, yeah. Is- I think it's uh, here's here's a here's a tuner here. It's Kanilea tuner FT15. <laughs> so if you uh you tune that um, all the way to you know to to the side is plus 50 cents. I don't know if we can kind of show this. Maybe you want to. I don't know. Can can you catch that? Yep. <laughs> so okay, there's there's the A, right? So here right at the end, uh, right at the edge uh, or each end is plus 50. So the further away from uh from the middle that is it's either plus 50 cents or like plus however many cents you know that that is off by um or minus however many cents it's off by that's really all that is cents is just you know on the, a way of saying like inches or meters or hey, yeah you know, like it's it's a unit of measurement for uh for for the sound yeah jim, jim said there are a hundred cents between like Each. semitones yep. so so from one one note to the next, to so the from next. like C to C, C sharp, sharp, there are a hundred mm-hmm. cents. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah, it's just like going from centimeters to millimeters. You're getting more precise with yeah. how yeah. accurate uh, it that's is. That's why yes. it's called a centimeter. Hundred cents. <laughs> 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 yep. Yes. Next question. Okay. Uh, okay. Andre asks, if I have guitar tab, uh, guitar tab, and yes. want to rewrite it for ukulele, it's quite easy for Logi. Mm-hmm. But I get confused easily with high G. Any ticks, uh, tricks or tips? Um, if you're doing guitar stuff, um, I mean, first off, I would, you know, I would move it up five frets. But if you want to play it, I guess, exactly like it and disregarding the, uh, you know, like the two and a half steps up that, that an ukulele does, uh, I guess, you know, if you're playing it with a, with a high G instead of a low G, let's see. I mean... Play the you know play the notes right like even if, if you, even if it's gonna go to your high G but if it is a um, an important line or a melody line that like that really sticks out and is kind of weird that um so for example yeah um in do you have a low G on you Aaron I just no. behind right here. yeah so here's Aaron's low G ukulele I don't know if it's tuned but like, oh yeah. you changed strings finally huh? you changed strings finally. Uh, <laughs> okay, so um, in the song Breezin, um, the melody line is in D. Um, uh, 
right? So if, if you're gonna play that, there's that low G in there. But if I were to do it in my ukulele, it, it does get confusing because that note versus So what you want to do then is take that exact line, take those notes, you can either play it just as is and just let it go, or if you really want to get that line in there, move it up a, uh, an octave. So this note here, which is going to be A, find the A, which is here. So A, B, C sharp, D, E, F sharp, G, A, so it's going to be a, B, C sharp, D, E, F sharp, G, A. So you can take it up an octave if it's an important line. If it's not too bad, then you can still take it down here, which it's, it's totally fine. But those are my like advice if you're taking um, guitar tabs and trying to do it for ukuleles, because the ukulele is not going to go as low, especially with, with high G. Either use a low G ukulele and play it as is, or um, take it up an octave. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What What do you think, Heather? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. Uh, Wolfman Bob asks, mm -hmm. uh, "How different is it to play a 19-inch five-string ukulele?" Mm -hmm. Was thinking of uh, Kanilea five-string, but no place to try one. Mm -hmm. uh, was, was thinking it might make it harder to change between my current tenor. Um. Have okay. Do you go up the neck? Like that's that's like a question, right? If if you don't go up the neck, no difference, like at all. I mean, it's it's uh, it might be might be longer. Your position might change a little bit. Um, so in that case, yes, it is different. But you know, if you ask me, it's kind of like if I were to go from a soprano or or even a concert ukulele to a tenor ukulele. Yes, it's different. But I mean, am I gonna play the chords different? Am I gonna be you know like strumming it differently? There are some slight differences, but playing it, it's the same approach. You know, I'm going to play G this way, and I'm going to play G like this on my ukulele and on Aaron's ukulele, which is a totally different shape. You know, I'm going to hold the same way, play that G the same exact way that I did. You know, like strum it. Play that same exact line on my tenor. Makes no difference, right? It's just the way uh, that you hold it. Um, so if if you're wondering what the difference is, that's not something that I can like tell you with words. It's one of those that, uh, other than like, it's gonna be slightly bigger, you know? That's something that you have to hold yourself and feel, you know, feel for yourself because it's going to depend how big you are, how small you are, how big or small your hands are, your arms and all that stuff, and how you currently hold your ukulele, you know? Because that might be different from the way that I'm holding my ukulele. So there's lots and lots of, um, uh, th things that could be different or that could be the same. But for the most part, it's really just the size. The, the way that you play it, the way you approach it, approach the notes, approach the chords, they're all the same. Five string, one of them is going to be um, uh, doubled up. It's going to have an octave, you know, either this, uh, most likely the C is either going to be a, it's a regular C and a high C, you know? So I think an octave above, um, this is an octave above middle C, whereas this is middle C. So you're gonna have the middle C and an octave above middle C for, the, for those strings. Either that or you have the G, uh, G above the middle C with an octave below. 
So you have a low and high G. So it just depends how your, your ukulele is, is set up, uh, the nut and saddle is set up. Yeah. Yeah, but those are those are the main differences, right, Heather? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you should just have her here, Kai, so we don't have to go right, Kai, every time, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, after, <laughs> can, can I get you to record some yes afterwards? And I can just have a soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Next. Yeah. Lagao asks Are modern building techniques better than in the past? And will higher mm. end instruments hold up better than the aging instruments with intonation issues that you were previously talking about? Oh, you know, like that. That is a that is a loaded question. Only because I I agree that modern techniques will build you a more consistent instrument. But then the counter argument to that is like, well, what about Stradivarius? You know, like that old building techniques. There's just something about them, you know. But if you're looking for consistency in in the level of like, well, the machines can do this the same exact way every time. Um, then in that case. I think that's that's you know that's better, but better the word better is you know is uh, subjective. So I, I think there's definitely some things that we can learn from old building techniques that uh, that haven't quite you know found a uh, mechanical version or a ro robotic version or industrial version of it. Um, that say for example like uh, the techniques of Stradivarius with his uh, you know with his million dollar violins, um, but if you know with 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 someone like Kanilea, who's uh, who's very innovative and have um, uh, very modern building techniques, they can not only you know build you a consistent sound with you know with their with their instruments, but they can also be a little bit more innovative than usual because uh, not only can you uh, can you build them with good consistency, but there's also some cool stuff that like that just regular human hands can't do, the machines can. So I'm I'm in the camp that like I think it's better. But I not to you know not to downplay like really really like amazing luthiers who do it by hand because yeah. by hand there's just something to it you know like I, I know like say Tom Braverman you know like here on Kauai he makes um, he makes ukuleles uh, he he used to be like a furniture maker in Spain and you know like just something about his like decades upon decades of experience like working with wood and knowing how it feels and you know and all that that. There is a certain mana that he's uh, he's putting yeah. into his instruments that you just can't get with machines, you know. So, um, for the sake of consistency, uh, I think machines are great, but there's just that touch. But just as easily can sound sound bad, also, you know, <laughs> making it sound good. Not saying Tom's made bad ukes or whatever, but human error is a thing. They they did a test mm -hmm. with strats and yeah. they they did like a fifty or a blind test, right? Mm -hmm. And it was like 50-50 whether people wow. prefer the Strat or the modern instrument. Mm -hmm. But I mean, like that's kind of the thing too. Is like uh, there is like a a part of like when you play some uh, instrument with like mm -hmm. a mythos of like having been built by this hand built by a master luthier. Yeah, or that's true. It's just like oh. You know, you just might feel more connected to it, and you might play better too. So. That's that's exactly what I mean by mana. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. uh, if you have say like um, 
an old Kamaka from like 1916, you know, like when, when they first made it. It's not like that ukulele is polished or whatever. It's not like they, you know, they really knew how to, you know, how to, or they haven't really perfected it yet. But there's just something about that instrument and something about that sound, something about that age and something about that maker who made that ukulele. Just something about it, you know, yeah. like you, you just... I don't know, cause uh, I've I've built an ukulele with um with uh, Takahashi, and um when I built that ukulele, I mean Takasaki. I don't uh, Takasaki, yeah, yeah. It's a Takasaki, yeah. Um, I I had I knew nothing about like about building you know building ukuleles and, and anything like that. But for me, like it's it's one of like the best instruments that I've you know that I've played. But it's just one of those things that I put my own like hard work and and all that stuff into it, and I think it's. You know, I think it sounds great for someone who's never, you know, who's never built anything before. So it's something like that. It's like putting your own like spirit or your own energy. If you guys believe in that kind of stuff, um, there is something deeper, like with a connection with the instruments. For for example, Stradivarius or, or whatever, you get yourself a nice, you know, uh, uh, like a well-known legend luthier. There's yeah. there's something in those instruments. Or yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a special sauce, Kahai. Yeah, bringing it back to uh, Crossroads, right? It's yeah. Like, I bet you bought that guitar because it looked old and cool. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, if you want to buy like an instrument like that and you like playing it, then that's fine. But yeah, yeah, you can just as easily buy that. What is it like, Cream Telly? That he starts rocking in the like end of the movie. So right. Yeah. I mean, there's like um, Nuke Doc. You know, um, one of our one of our OG ukulele on the ground members. He would like he would take ukuleles and guitars. He would like mod them and stuff. <laughs> I played his like made in Mexico Stratocaster that he put you know like some some time in, and it sounds better than like my American standard like <laughs> Telecaster or Stratocaster that I have. So it just really depends, you know. Um, but uh, I'm gonna stick to what I said. I think machines do make things a lot more consistent than, uh, than than human hands but there's just something you know there's there's an x factor in in human hands that that you just can't get with machines there's, yeah the the question is yeah. uh will they hold up better though you know Ooh. so that totally depends on like the materials that you're working with that's true yeah like what what choices for materials and mm. like for what conditions mm. under which the the instrument will be kept right because like you can you can have like one one old one that you really like you you kept mm -hmm. it perfectly humidified yeah, and everything that's true. and then another a yeah. newer newer built one and mm -hmm. in in 50 years if you don't like humidify it in the same way right. or like you keep it in like a hot temperature and the glue's just going to melt like yeah, you know, there's truth it's, there's it's just care. like yeah. yeah we've also heard of right like people who they find like a oop in like the closet or something and it just happened to like last so many years and it turns <laughs> out good so yeah. yeah, it's it. Yeah, it depends on. It, it's almost like individual ukuleles whether yeah. they hold up or not. Yeah, and yeah. then even like talking about kamaka, like kamaka used to use koa for everything. Yeah, like that's and, why the necks broke so yeah, much. Yeah, and that that yeah, that's why it's hard to find like vintage kamakas of a certain era because yeah, a lot of them the necks broke, mm -hmm. and so. So since then, they've used, they've upgraded their techniques. They've they've used different materials for different things. Mm -hmm. They've added supports in certain areas mm -hmm. to like reinforce parts that broke more often. Yeah. Yeah. And so like I think there's an evolution of like you know what what makers do over time mm -hmm. in order to make sure that their instruments will last longer, but like keep that sound. It's yeah. gonna change the sound, but like you know, 
Yeah. So so there's all kinds of factors that go into it, and so I don't, I'm not sure if the if you can really like pose that question yeah. like equally. You know, it, it really depends. So like there are some other builders that add like carbon fiber strips into like mm-hmm. in the necks mm-hmm. or like uh, truss rods into the necks to make sure that the neck doesn't, it doesn't fold snap. Yeah. or like you know yeah and so a lot of those things uh, it just depends on a maker on the materi- materials on whatever model that you're talking about mm-hmm. i mean yeah even going like if it's the same model right it can be from tree to tree like wood block yeah, to wood block exactly changes it so, yeah yeah it really is yeah so you don't know how wood is gonna warp or change or you know move yeah, over yeah. time depending on the the conditions that it's kept yeah. under and also like different you know the, the like you said the materials yeah like, you know the yep. kind of wood that you're using or like even if it's the same kind of wood if it's harvested in a different you know yeah. in a different way or a different season different yeah. year like there's so and, many factors and like now right like there's mm. woods that we can't get anymore right yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah the, those vintage ukuleles are some maybe they have woods that you just can't find anymore so yeah yeah Yeah, so it's hard to compare (laughs) yeah going back to like stradivarius you know like those um those woods that it was made with with like those harsh like winter conditions in that area that was only in that whatever like decade or or years you know because it makes a big difference uh like strads like there's like a period where like he made some and people are like they're okay and then they're like oh this one is good and then it kind of went back to like they're okay <laughs> so that's the the ones that are right. really good are the ones that yeah. are millions of dollars and then the one the other ones are still millions of dollars too but they're like they're only okay. two million not, <laughs> they're only two yeah so yeah. yeah so you say that psa1 charizard is uh, just as good as a psa10 charizard kai yeah yeah you have to is it uh did they keep the strad in the <laughs> what is it sealed packages and yeah, the uv resistant so yeah. yeah next question um do we have one more question uh, i'm not sh- sure oh i i think that's pretty much it um mm. uh, my wife you want to you want to join me for for a question or two yeah i just want to come <laughs> just, just have a just have a set <laughs> I just wanted it to be known on camera that I at least asked. <laughs> no, uh, so this is my this is my wife Heather Toshko, and she's um, she's actually been featured on like a couple playalongs that that we have. Uh, one being uh, like Let It Be, I guess it was Let It Be, and then the other one was um, the Tonight You Belong to Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Talk about, talk about okay no okay not, i'm not gonna talk uh, talk about that but um that's one of my favorite shoots though like from the behind that's the scenes like one perspective of my favorite, like, worst nightmares of all yeah. I, I i was just having fun like lying down in the sand and like flickering the lights to make it seem like you guys were by a fire right yeah, yeah. but I it was it was great the worst part i blacked out well like i was yeah so you can people can can hear you don't have to sit down there it's a little high but yeah you can just sit maybe sit on the floor if you want to sit on the floor is my wife everybody so um (laughs) so she exists she exists she exists i'm married (laughs) but uh tell us about your story because um we recorded it before before we filmed the play along right yeah so because we recorded it before i was trying to convince you the whole time like nah it's fine you don't even have to sing live you can just like lip sync it it'll be okay but (laughs) not even that helped it was the literal worst (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Why? Yeah, we we had a we had a mini like little breakdown before before oh, we no, went. Oh no! Like yeah, I mean little. <laughs> was it sure. mini? <laughs> it was. It was nothing really. <laughs> it definitely wasn't breaking out. But you did great. You did great, and we oh, wanted to recreate boy. the uh, the scene from the jerk where um yeah where the the the, the couple you know like gave that Steve Martin stuff you know like yeah. played the song. But you you played your role well. You didn't play um trumpet and stuff, but. That was we were cornet. The cornet, yeah, we yeah. didn't play a cornet, but you know, like I was just glad you were there, oh <laughs> singing, lip syncing. Oh but God, you yeah. couldn't tell if you watched the video, like you couldn't tell mm -hmm. that you were as nervous as you were. It yeah. was brutal. No, have you seen you seen the video, right? Yeah, but I don't really like watching. But you, it doesn't it doesn't show. Like you, I think I think you did a good job. Yeah, you did great. That, people love that video. Yeah, oh and people are all saying that it's great. Right. And then you you had a you had a short Yoko role for. I know that's what I feel like right now. You yeah you broke up Aldrin the Aldrin Beatles like <laughs> it was just Aldrin and Aldrin and Aldrin right. Yeah that's right on the couch. Yeah so you were you were the Yoko and you were just sitting there I think like we were uh, it was filmed at our our old house mm -hmm. you know that that we lived at over in Kapaa and um, we, we rearranged our whole house we arranged our house for the uh, for for that play along and when we um when we filmed that scene I'm like. I think in the music video, like Yoko's like sitting next to John, she's you know, yeah, she's just sitting there. So can you just like sit there? <laughs> Tell us her, her direction. So can awkward. you just like sit there? You know, I think like you were turned slightly around yeah, or whatever. Like, yeah, you're like, like, like that. Like, I was like, what is this? This is so uncomfortable. Why am I here? <laughs> so embarrassing. You don't have to wear your mask. You know, you can have. We live together, so I'm not gonna give you COVID or anything. <laughs> I'm trying to. I got sick of COVID, and she Maybe. she was yeah. fine. Like it you actually did not catch COVID. Yeah. yeah. No. Was that guy? Uh, I was gonna say maybe it's it's not not for that. It's maybe it's like you know it's like oh don't want to show my face. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't oh. Hey, my face. Don't yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there it is. There it yeah. is. She's, yeah, don't out me. Yeah, we we already have. I'm pretty careful. <laughs> Are you I can see myself right now. You work with cameras the all the worst. time. <laughs> you work with cameras all the time. He's on the other side of the camera. Yeah, but like, it's like where there's nobody around me. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're just in the house when I'm doing it, it's like, oh my God, this team needs to leave. <laughs> I, I get so stressed out. Hi, do, do we have questions that maybe, you know, uh, maybe Heather can help us out with? Uh, people are just surprised that Heather's here. <laughs> Jesus! I'm just here to clean the floor. <laughs> That's the whole reason I'm here. Who's watching our kid right now? Your mom. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're here, and I'm here. I know. And there's no school today. There's no school. It's yeah. Good Friday, you know? So there's no school. We shouldn't go to school on the day that the Lord passed. You know that? We shouldn't even be making noise, technically. Sure it's in about an hour and a half. Someone's going to stick a spear and just... That's 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 it. That's like three. That's it. Three o'clock or three thirty. Kahai that like <laughs> that that Jesus Christ. You know, Kahai didn't grow up in the Philippines, <laughs> so <laughs> he, he wasn't indoctrinated. Yeah, <laughs> if I was still living in the Philippines, that loud laughter that I just got would have gotten me scolded. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. and just like go to your room, stay there for the whole day, because how dare you laugh while our <laughs> Lord and Savior is about to die? You know, uh -huh. it's like. But it's like it's cool. You'll like come back on Sunday. It's fine, you know. Yeah, we know the end. Of the <laughs> we know the ending of the story. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, 
yeah growing growing up is like so uh do, mm. do we turn off the n64 now or <laughs> yeah i couldn't play video games it was one of those like yeah. uh holy week just like just all week was just all prayers that you know at my house sorry for the religion talk and stuff but and keep it short but yeah like definitely good friday and i couldn't play video games that weekend sometimes uh there was there was this one time where Holy Week and Spring Break were the same week. So I was just at home, not able to do anything. Because, uh, <laughs> like, I, my grandma, if I played video games at all, she was like, no, you gotta turn that off. Yeah. I'm like, what? What am I gonna do? Pray for like a week? They're like, yeah, yeah. Yes. join me. That's what you're saying. I'm like, oh my god. my video games back on. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the crystals need saving in Final Fantasy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, so you did you did good and both videos that you were featured do you know in, is there any other video that she was featured in uh, our daughter was featured in one video yeah and that was it right yeah try not to include our daughter too much in, in, <laughs> in this operation because <laughs> <laughs> i felt bad it's like she, i think she was how many months when we first featured her two she was just she was born. real little and we were still living Maybe in Kapaa that, at that point, yeah? And it's just like, well, this song, you know, it's like a Jason Mraz song called Have It All. And we're just like, you know, it's it's a song about his kid. So I guess I should have my kid in there too. <laughs> and ever since then, I'm like, I don't oh. know if I feel comfortable having my kid in That's there. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, just La about a kid. Was that? Uh, Lauga mentioned that uh, Heather is also in All I Have to Offer You is Me. Yes. Kind of. yeah. Our wedding videos. Oh, yeah. 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 So technically, you were you were featured in that as well. Oh yeah. So yeah. If you want to see her match, that was list. a lot less like <laughs> awkward. <laughs> we could. Uh, that like, was a good one. Uh, I don't know if you want to give away the next month's uh, play along, but Heather mm -hmm. could also join in on that. Like be yeah, wearing a, a apron, red glass. And... Yeah, your your apron. Yeah, you have the whole getup already, but you oh. see red glasses, I guess, right? Yeah, at least I have some red glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Can you, can you do the yes, in time Bobby? It's in time for the movie, no, everybody. He, in, in this relationship, he is Bob. I am, I am Bob. And Linda. <laughs> <laughs> Single-handedly both. I didn't think of that, but that is oh. very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> he is both. Bob and Linda. All right, any, any other questions? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, yeah. Okay, I guess we're just going to have to keep keep asking you questions, Heather. So... No. <laughs> <laughs> So um, this past Saturday, like was was the uh, was was the concert. I came home and like this happened and this happened and this happened and I showed you my finger, uh, <laughs> like that that uh that uh, just burst. I mean it's still kind of like that now, but I don't want to show the camera before YouTube pulls us off the air. It's really gross. It was um it's so gross. It was I, I I tried washing dishes that day and I'm like this is this is not happening with this with this bloody finger. <laughs> Like, yeah, your finger. Yeah, I don't want to yell that, you know? Like, how come you didn't wash dishes and stuff? Like, because right. my thing, Cause my thingy happens. hurts. <laughs> it, workers comp, and I wrote me a note. You gotta let me not use my finger. <laughs> it was good. I mean, you've had other roles in, you know, in Ukula on the ground before. You've taken, you know, you've taken a camera role every, you know, uh, maybe once or twice. I know in some of the, um, some of the tours, like you've, uh, you've, you've helped out every now and then. Uh, when I we mean, used to tour, like in SoCal, you were there also? I mean, I was just like technically there. It's you hosted us. I think me and Aaron slept over at your grandma's house, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stayed at your grandma's. Yeah, so. I think on our way like, to. Only um, like what? One night even? Yeah. 
movies kind of cruising. And I think uh, your house was actually um, where we would go to upload the uh, like the Nam videos. Remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah my go, grandma's house. Yeah, we go over to your grandma's house yeah. to upload all the Nam videos Aww. and then go to Nam. Like while we were at Nam, it was uploading. Or how did how that work, Aaron? Yeah. <laughs> so we go to Nam all day. Well, we go to your grandma's house first. Upload all the videos then, and then go over the Nam. Do a whole nother day and whole nother editing or whatever. Same thing. Go like go to your grandma's house first thing in the morning. Head back to Anaheim and then go back to the Nam show. Oh, it was it was brutal. Because uh, well the internet at Nam was not that great. Plus like the internet at the um, the hotel rooms was not that great. So you've actually been you know pretty helpful in these in these days. Thank Despite, you for thank you for all your years of service. <laughs> <laughs> all the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, yeah all the, and uh, you've taken pictures like the um, the concert picture that was that was you, you took that picture me oh, Aaron and Kanijo. Yeah, yeah, that was that was good. Um, yeah, and you you Sometimes. know pretty much if we need a good picture, right? We're like, Heather, help! We don't know. Yeah, the photographer that we that we go to. Yeah. Who did you take the the picture for the ultimate DVD where I was like sitting down and the... yeah yeah that was you too <laughs> yeah yeah that's right by the golf course right yeah, or the Cucuyolo Cucuyolono <laughs> that was good Kahai questions we got two minutes left I'm just trying to run the clock at this point <laughs> uh, yeah people are just talking in the chat um, oh yeah see uh, yeah um you wanna uh. Okay mentioned that uh, Solo just came out today. Yes. Uh, Pua Lililehua um, came out today. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a Hawaiian tune. And it's actually quite a beautiful story. Make sure you check out the, uh, you know, the translations and stuff of that. But I was working with, um, you know, with one of our students. And uh, this is one of the songs that she's been working on for a long time. And, and you know, as, as I'm kind of listening to it, I'm like, this would make a really good ukulele solo. And I... Um, I checked it out and uh, and checked out the different versions and whatnot and came up with that arrangement. But you're you're always there when um when I'm making these arrangements. So like, <laughs> yeah. how long does it usually take me to to make an arrangement for these U U plus solos? It's right before I leave for work. Fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Give me like an hour at least. Just tell people it's an hour. Tell people it took two days. I don't know. It's, it's like sometimes you also have like one of those like you have to make a song. Oh yeah, like the songwriting and challenge. You do like yeah. both at what, the same time, and it's just like maybe thirty <laughs> no. minutes, and then you're like, okay, you gotta, you gotta tell them that it takes me all month to work on it. It's definitely not like oh I forgot I have to do this. Uh, can you watch the kid for like you know, a little bit? Before I, I gotta do this right before I go to work. Like, yeah. Okay. So Pua Lililehua, I think, was uh, we filmed it that same day that we were supposed to um, do our songwriting challenge, and uh, and I kind of had my songwriting challenge song, but I also had to do Pua Lililehua. I'm like, do I either clean up my songwriting challenge song or do Pua Lililehua? And I managed to do both in like, I don't know, a couple hours, right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it turned out good. Kai, what do you think? You you edited it. What, what, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still a little tired. Uh, I was I was up kind of late editing it. So. Oh, yeah, because you were stressed out, not just like you. You had kind of a lot of stuff to work on this past like this past month because uh, Aaron hasn't, you know, has, has been out of commission for a little bit. You kind of took on his responsibilities mm -hmm. for this past month. So thank you. Kahai, how, Rob Lawson, Kahai, awesome. 
So, uh, yeah, so this, uh, what was the lesson this month? Um, A N A. Yeah, that was a special project too because we had guests and stuff. So you took on that and you took on Pua Lilile Hua. Uh, Aaron did the play along for ANA. Mm, yeah. Oh, this is the lesson part. Yeah. 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 So, you know, you, you did that and you did Pua Lilile Hua and you were doing the, um, you know, the, the sound, all that stuff for Saturday. You were the unsung hero of Ukulala Underground. But yeah. really thank you for your hard work. Hi, good After- job. You did great. I'm gonna take a long nap. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but I kind of needed your help with my keyboard. But no, no, just joke, just joke. Sleep. Go, go, get some rest. Get some rest. My keyboard's not coming in until tomorrow, so you can re- sleep till tomorrow, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Get my brushes out too. Yeah. But yeah. So, uh, is there any last-minute questions before we go, Kahai? Uh, did you see anything, Aaron? Uh, Richard Rio said, when are t-shirts and hats coming to the store? Yeah, so no questions, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, soon, can, I, I hope, you, you know. You can email kaimana at kamileaukulele.com <laughs> and t- ask yes. him that question. Yeah, because I... He's the one. I have no idea. I have no idea. I mean, um, he's, a, he's a busy dude, you know, like he's actually doing a lot, you know, a lot of stuff in, behind the scenes for us, including like doing some PR stuff. We were just um, featured in um, in, a, in an article online of, of like the the acquisition of Kanilea and, mm-hmm. uh, or acquisition of Ukulele Underground by Kanilea. So he's doing a lot of cool stuff in the back. He's like, he's doing our, our Instagram work, helps out with the Facebook and whatnot. So He's, he's super busy and um, as soon as he has time or as soon as you know we, we, we can get them in we'll definitely let you guys know because that was a cruel uh, April Fool's joke that I played <laughs> on you folks a couple weeks back uh, I apologize but yeah we're, we'll try to get them up as soon as possible and we'll try to do some mock-ups of stuff and see if I can wear some mock-ups and uh, and see what you guys think yeah um, also um, speaking of the store Yes. <laughs> Speaking of the store, we do have uh, a bundle, special bundle going on right now. If you guys buy a Islander ukulele and um, and and ukulele 100, if you have the Islander ukulele and ukulele 100 in your cart, ukulele and use the 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 code Islander Bundle. I believe that ukulele 100 will be free of charge. So free ukulele 100 with your purchase of an Islander ukulele. And if you buy a Kanileo ukulele, just add in all the videos that's that's there for sale and you'll get all the videos on the shop for free by using Kanilea bundle. No yeah. Okina, right? Just K-A-N-I-L-E-A-B-U-N-D-L-E, right? Kanilea yeah. bundle. Something else too that you know we don't really talk about, but if you get a Kanilea, the shipping for uh, mainland orders or U.S. orders, I guess, is free. So, yeah, yeah, that's uh, another great mm. thing. Could they? Uh, I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know how shipping works on, on our store and stuff. Could they buy something? And usually, shipping is is kind of you know it's kind of pricey. Could they buy something and buy an you know kanile ukulele and will that ship for free? I think so. I think they can oh, like can uh, bundle in. You know, I mean like because the other things that we have on the store are small yeah. accessories, so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they can just put it in the box. And um, I, I don't, I don't think we've ever mentioned this, but if if I did, you know, I'll, I'll say it again. If there is any special orders that you guys may have, because we are now um, uh, Kanilea dealers technically, if there's anything that you guys want 
please, please, please let us know. If it's if it's not on the store, if it's like, oh, I want a whatever Kanilea, like Kuipo model or whatever it may be, whatever model, I want an Aldrin Guerrero model with Brazilian rosewood and uh, and Adirondack spruce top or Sitka spruce top. Uh, I want I want this exact ukulele that you have right now. Let us know, you know, just because uh, we can get those orders in and we can special order whatever you guys, uh, whatever you guys need, whatever you guys want. Basically, if you want to make custom orders and stuff, you can also ask us. We'll 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 get it for you. Yeah. Okay. Or like uh, if you order a mm -hmm. uke from the the shop. And then you want like pickups and other stuff too? Yeah. Email us. Just about email that. us. Let us know because uh, we'll, we'll we try to do everything that we can for you to make your uh, yeah your ex your shopping experience as best as possible. Right, Heather? Yeah. <laughs> On that note, we'll see you folks next time. Have a great one, UU Plus subscribers. Please stick around for UU Plus coaching. Aloha.